Cole slinging it to the oh. end zone. Was it caught? Yes, McLaurin. Touchdown. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. What a throw by Sam Howell. What a catch by Terry McLaurin. What a win for our Washington Commanders. Uh, Fordham legend Spiro Adidas uh, on the call there yesterday on CBS. Uh, Washington's 2-0, and and can you bet their over win total? And I wish I had tailed you because I feel like I don't want to say, like, that bet's already over and you've already won, but, like, you got to feel pretty good about getting that win yesterday. Um, I don't know if this is what you wanted to talk about, but I know you said before we went to break in the last segment that you had more to say about the Commanders and the Bills. What do you got for us? Yeah, I just, uh, I think in general, I've obviously, I don't even know how to say this, I'm, I've am i been really bullish on the Commanders, like, in the offseason. I, I bet their win total over. I thought they had a chance to at least be like average, or I think I said contend for the last wild card spot is kind of what I thought their ceiling was. And I still feel that way. But as they kind of accumulate more wins, I don't expect them to win this game Sunday. So the time to make these bets might not be now necessarily. Uh, I think they, both them and Tampa, to be honest, maybe one of them only ends up hitting. Maybe they both do in terms of being like really good teams this year. But I think they start coming into play for like multiple awards as they keep being good. Like people love giving awards to surprise teams and this is the surprise team. It's funny, you try to like, who's this year's blank, right? Like if it's like, who's this year's Eagles? Like the team that's just gonna win a billion regular season games, probably Miami, probably be the answer to that question. Maybe San Francisco. And uh, it's like, all right, who's gonna be like kind of the surprise team that like nobody, like the Seattle or something like that that nobody thought was going to be good last year and ends up making the playoffs like Tampa and Washington. Those would be your two, your two picks right now. So like, all right, what do I mean? Like, what could they be in line for? Uh, I think Rivera is extremely live for coach of the year and he's not being priced like it at all. His price has not moved since before the season started in multiple places. And he has won two games and that's insane. And people are going to love McDaniel because he's two and oh, I think the, the the bar for we'll do this again Thursday, but like we're talking about Washington and why I like them. The bar for McDaniel to win, I think, is way higher than people think. Uh, the bar for McDaniel to win is they have to win at least like 13 games, I think, or something like that. And even when they do that, if they do that and someone else does something else, I'm not sure he wins. And Tua might just win MVP in that situation. So like, we'll we'll see. Like McDaniel can definitely win. He should be one of the low prices. Campbell kind of can't win or like isn't isn't as likely to win. Rivera, as things start going more positively for both them and Tampa. Bull, like Bowles price is plummeting and nobody wants Rivera. This is the part of things that I just don't understand. So Rivera, that's thing number one. And then thing number two, just to like really get ahead of this, Chase Young had a sack and a half in his return to action against Denver and looked awesome. He also committed two penalties, one of which was like complete BS. But like they won the game. It's like who cares about the penalties almost, yeah. right? Play, played a lot more than I thought, looked awesome, got recorded one and a half sacks. If they're gonna be a thing. Like he checks like Stafford and Baker Mayfield can both win comeback but to me in my opinion, can both win comeback player of the year. Baker is actually like a very he's like in the Geno Smith mold almost perfectly. Now they have to be good, which might be tough, but they've also won two games. Uh Chase Young has like no impediments to him winning. He fits exactly the profile of someone who usually wins. Like someone who played at an incredibly high level, sustained injuries, and then returns to the form that they had re- had played at previously. He was defensive rookie of the year, had like a billion sacks, got hurt for a bunch of years back. Uh, that's what you want. And he was number two overall pick. Like it's it it actually fits perfectly. Um, I would be really excited about him as a candidate for this award. And his prices 
did not drop as much as I was expecting based on how big a part of like the telecast and the game that he ended up being. So like there are still 70s on him to win comeback player of the year. And all of this is obviously created by DeMar Hamlin occupying so much win probability, but like commanders as an interesting team opens up all kinds of fun betting avenues. Now, maybe Buffalo wins 100 to nothing. And by the way, all of these would still be valid. Like losing to Buffalo is nothing. Like it doesn't really matter. Like they could still win 9, 10, 11 games. But as they get more interesting, they have representatives in some of these award markets that are also very, very interesting. Um, I, I just think that's something to kind of keep in mind. Like I, don't, I didn't know they'd be this necessarily, like they'd win yesterday. But if they're gonna start being this, then uh, then some, some prices need to start adjusting pretty fast on them. P squared, B squared, NFL awards coming up this Thursday here on You Better, You Bet. All right, we'll move on from the Bills and the Commanders. Ken and I both on Washington and plus seven. Uh, just for like the people out there are like, well, it's not seven anymore. Would you bet six and a half? Yeah, but I'm like, I, this is honestly, I this is like the most blind faith thing I'm, I'm doing the whole week. I really just, I the market is starting to adjust their number. Like I can, I can see it in like the closing point spreads for the first two games and this one, like you, you see it, there's a reaction to what's happened, but I think it's not what it should be. I think there actually needs to be more of a reaction um, in this kind of a game and they just have to keep the game close. I think they can do it. Like three good wide receivers, McLaurin, Dotson, and Curtis Samuel. Brian Robinson actually looks like a really, really good NFL running yeah. back. And like, man, like, like looks so much better than he did last year. Emmanuel and the defense Forbes is legit. Picked off a pass. Emmanuel, yeah. Emmanuel Forbes is awesome. Yeah, like that... Chase Young with the front commanders. four. Yeah. Love the Commanders. Love it. Okay. Got a lot of talent. Uh, I bet this next game also. That is the Jaguars against the Houston Texans. Game is in Jacksonville. Uh, Jaguars right now are nine and a half point home favorites at Bet MGM. The total is 44. Ken, I know you have a thought on the total, and I'll give you the floor there, and I completely agree with your take. Um, I bet Houston plus 10. My points spread in the game is Jacksonville, like in between seven and seven and a half. So we're at nine and a half now, and like me, me betting 10 like doesn't do doesn't do a lot for anyone because that's not the number. I don't know if that's ever coming back. Maybe it will if the Texans have like another like dreadful injury report, like everybody's out again. But I think we're gonna get they're gonna get some players back in this game. Um if they do, I would I think I'd bet Houston down almost like to seven and a half in this game. So I'm in on Houston plus ten. We'll see what the injury report has in store for us as we move along this week. But I like the Texans in this game at a massive number against Jack. I think they can score on this Jaguars defense, Ken, which I think will bring us to your part of the handicap. So pen, pencil, blood or blank for you, side in total, Jaguars, Texans. And you're uh, and Tank Dell. Got you the T D, got you the T D. You did it. It was you. uh that the Colts Texans game was very, very good. Was very, 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 very good high yesterday. scoring, despite the fact very that Richardson good. didn't play for a lot of it. Yeah, uh, he's like at the he's. I'm like excited about him to score the most touchdowns in the regular season, rushing touchdowns, while at the same time being like, how many games is he playing this year? <laughs> like, it's a, well, you have a lot of rushing. To, can he, what if he has like 15 rushing touchdowns but plays like part of 11 games? Like that would be that would be remarkable, and maybe it could happen because Steichen's gonna call a bunch of rushing plays down by the goal line. Uh, I totally understand why you like Houston. I don't hate them in the game. I it kind of makes sense to me that you would like them or that like people would like them. I think I just like the over more and it's 44. This is one of those totals that got bet down at open. And I just, I don't really agree a lot. Maybe the Texans like get their safeties back from who were injured, obviously. I just think part of this is probably that people look at the box score of the first two Jacksonville games. And even though they scored a good amount against the Colts, like they won and covered, um, they look at the box score of that game and the box score against Kansas City on Sunday, and the offense just doesn't look right. It doesn't, it's not playing very well. It's not scoring very much. The yards per play is down. It's just not, it's not going great offensively. 
And I think if that's part of what's creating this total, I would disagree only because the Houston defense has been the antidote for whatever team wants to score a billion points, be awesome on third down and be awesome in the red zone. If you want your offense to do that, score every red zone trip, convert every third down, score a lot of points, you should play Houston because you're going to do that in the game. And they're both of their opponents have done that so far and they haven't even played good opponents. Like the Ravens offense is like getting there, but not there yet. And Indianapolis played two different quarterbacks and it was still just like name whatever you'd like to do in the red zone, feel free, just go ahead. And uh, I think this will sort of cure the Jacksonville offense to a certain extent. So it is a little contrarian because they haven't been very good. I think this game sets up, honestly, I, I understand betting Jack, uh, Houston more than a, a possession. I think this sets up as like Jacksonville's leading and Houston's chasing the game the whole time. And it kind of like keeps flip-flopping like 14-7, 14-7, 10-3, 10 like on both sides of the spread. And I think when Houston's in chase mode and Stroud's throwing it a lot, and they're in hurry up. I think that's actually going to be pretty good for them scoring because it was pretty good against Indianapolis in the same situation. So uh, I do like the over a lot in the game now that it's 44. And let's and again, like let's see what Houston's injury report looks like. Maybe they get their yeah. safeties back. Like maybe it looks a lot better. I still like the I over, like... by the way. They get the safeties back because you know what happens? They get the safeties back. Maybe this goes down even more. I, I want to say that the Jaguars will score on anyone, but like they didn't score in Kansas City. Chris Jones absolutely wrecked that game. It's, didn't score isn't at it, all. Isn't it bizarre? <laughs> and, and I know Dolphins Patriots went under last night. Yeah. Uh, before that, the only game that had gone under in week two was Kansas City and Jacksonville, and they went way under the total, way yeah. under the total. 17-9 final score in favor of the reigning defending Super Bowl champion. A ton of weird turnovers, Kansas City Chiefs. fumbling back and forth. Just kind of, the whole game had a weird vibe, and, and yeah, it's, I guess it's also possible, and we should consider this too, we talked about how you said you thought San Francisco maybe was the best team in the league. Like, if Kansas City's defense is actually good, then they might just win again, and that's yeah. it. And that's and then and then Super Bowl futures actually become an incredibly mundane conversation because Kansas City will have they will feel a good defense and the best player in the history of the sport at the same time, and that would seem like something where you would like them to win any game that they play. In. I uh, I love me some CJ Stroud right now. I love me some Tank Dell. Mechie's going to get more involved in this offense. Nico Collins looks like a legitimate NFL like number one wide receiver right now. Robert Woods is a good complimentary piece. I like this Texans offense. I definitely think they can score on this Jacksonville defense. And uh, Jacksonville's going to be able to score on Houston. Maybe you're right. It's just like the over. I actually agree with you now, and I think the over is the better play. But I had a point spread edge on this game also. When it was 10, I, I still think I would end up betting Houston. But I would say now I think the best advice to give Ken would be like, let's see what the injury report looks like, and we'll see like, when, like where this where this goes. Do you think? I, I think it's probably just likely to stay in this range, like from seven and a half to nine and a half. I think it's probably yeah, probably. I right. think I think the spread's going to stay in that range. I don't know where the total. The total's gone down so much. Like forty four is. I mean, that's tough in this game. In like, a Jacksonville what, what game. I've seen from Billy. It's just. Uh, I I think it's just created by how their offenses looked so far, but I just. Uh, I don't think there's a lot of similarities in at Indianapolis and uh, and home Kansas City to I, I, Demico Ryan's is a great defensive coordinator. I'm sure he will turn the defense around at some point because that's like probably the identity of the team. At the same time, like look at the numbers from the two games so far with their defense. I mean, they just they get no stops. They just get no stops. And I, I think the Jags could have a lot of success in the game despite the fact they haven't played very well so far. All right, you better, you better here with Nick and Ken. Magnificent Football Monday, talking week three in the National Football League, P squared, B squared. Ken, let's move to the uh, the Art Modell Bowl as the Baltimore Ravens take on the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Ravens, the, uh, no, it's the Ursay Bowl, not the Art Modell Bowl. Yeah. I fouled that up. That's okay. The Ursay Bowl. Only, only you would, like, stop and correct that, so that's okay. 
Yeah, I don't think anyone would have known that I got that wrong. But I, well, maybe Browns fans would have known that I got that wrong. Uh, the Ravens are at BetMGM. Right, Baltimore two and zero. Great win at Cincinnati. Also, like we'll get to the Bengals in that situation coming up in a little bit here against the one and one Colts, who really impressive on offense with Anthony Richardson, but and even Gardner Minshew when he came in, uh, winning on the road in Houston. Baltimore, a seven and a half point favorite, total of forty four. Game in Baltimore. Pen, pencil, blood, or blank. Ravens and Colts. Really, really, uh, I think it's tough to find something I really like in this game. Now, part of this is going to be Richardson's going to be in concussion protocol, like the early part of this week. So we're, we'll probably at some point have to have a conversation about like, if it's Richardson, what would you do? And if it's Minshew, what would you do? Um, hard not to be like kind of just impressed with the Colts through two games. There there was this group of teams, AFC and NFC, that were rated like they were going to be garbage this year. Obviously, the Cardinals were at the lowest end of the spectrum by far, like a four and a half win total. That's not three and a half, by the way, in the market, not that they start 0-2, but like Colts, Texans, Commanders, Raiders, like there's a bunch of teams that kind of fell into the six and a half, seven, seven and a half. And we're like, well, these teams are like brutal. I don't know if the Colts are brutal. Like they might be competent. They might be well coached. Um, they might be able to score on a lot of teams, no matter who the quarterback is, which is a reflection of the coach. So it's, I totally get why the market is what it is. I would never imagine it's anything else. Like the Ravens just played the Texans and it was a little more than this in a home game. They play in the same division. The Colts are a little bit better, but not that much better. And it's like, that's why you get this. Like, that's why you get this. And I totally agree with it and understand it. Um, I guess I just need to, like if Richardson plays, maybe they could backdoor this game and like they could, like they should have against Jacksonville. Maybe. I don't know. I just, I, I think the number is fine though. Uh, I'll also think about maybe teasing the Ravens, but I just, I need to know a lot more about who's playing for the Colts and like what condition Richardson's going to be. in if he's going to play in the game, let's if, if, if Richardson plays and this is another, maybe this is just weather. How the hell in the, is the total in this game? 44. Well, I mean, so Colts played the Jags, and then like the Texans scored a lot in like mop up because they were the Colts were up a lot in the game. But but, like, but I, I had like a billion yards in the game also. Yeah. Like I, yeah. how Ravens are the Ravens? Really not... That's what's creating the projection. Yeah. I don't think the Ravens defense is that great, and we'll see. Maybe they have a better injury report. Right. I don't think there's like a I I'm more excited about a lot of other games betting wise than this game. Like Ravens more than a touchdown is like kind of always what it's going to be, I think. And I don't know if I have a strong enough opinion to want to bet into that. My projected points spread in the game, uh, Ravens minus eight. We're sitting at seven and a half right now at BetMGM. Let's uh, start the next game here, time we have remaining. Uh, I Ken, was it off-air or on-air that I, I told you I had a bet coming up that uh, in, in one of the doomsday spreads, one of the huge one of the huge uh, oh, point spread yeah. games, this one in, in Dallas and uh, in Arizona. Yeah. And, I asked, and I asked you to guess what it was, and you said you thought that I bet on the Bears. And the Chiefs are 13-point favorites right now against Chicago. The total is 49. Uh, sir, you are incorrect. Not only mm. did I not bet the Bears, I laid 12.5 with Kansas City. And I would oh, only okay. bet 13. I would, I would only lay 13 with the Chiefs. My point spread in the game is 13. Uh, okay. We can do more on this on the other side, but Ken, I did bet the Chiefs already. Interesting. Well, the I don't know if you made a bad bet. I don't. I, the Chiefs should definitely be favored by a billion. I think the Bears' handicap is going to be like, can they just let Fields run? If they're not going to do that, the spread should be 75. But if they let him run, it gets more interesting. We'll talk more about the Chiefs and the Bears, the Cowboys and the Cardinals coming up next to wrap up our number three on a Monday. You better you bet with Nick and Ken.